Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Welcome back to Inside Out. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is a little surprise. It's a bonus episode and it is something that is just short and sweet. So if you've got five to ten minutes, I suggest that you pop your headphones in and tune into this quick chat that I wanted to share with you guys. But before I dive into the chat, I wanted to say that I have been nominated for the Newcastle Podcast Awards Festival uh, for the Best Wellness Podcast in Newcastle, which is in insane because I've only been doing this 12 months and this is literally a passion project of mine. I am not a professional but I am someone that's really passionate about sharing important conversations surrounding women's health and motherhood and bringing light and and these really strong topics to the forefront. So with your help I reckon I can win but it's not about winning. I'm just honestly honoured to be nominated and in the running with some leaders in this field Um, but I would really love it if you could take the time and vote for me and by voting for me you will make me so happy. So anyway I'll put the um, voting link in the show notes and I'd really appreciate it if you could take 60 seconds out of your day after this episode to definitely go and vote for me. (laughs) All right so let's dive in. This solo episode is surrounding practicing patience and it's been a big learning curve for me because it is something that I in the past really struggled to do Um, and being clear with my children and being really basically just being the best version of me so that they can be the best version of them. So I'm a person that really prides themselves on my patience. When my little ones are having a moment of uncertainty, maybe they aren't sure what they want or need and their behaviours reflect their confusion. And when I speak about this, please note, I am in no way offering professional advice. I am simply sharing my thoughts and experiences through my own research and experiences. Children don't have the skill set or coping mechanisms to perform under pressure or handle difficult situations with ease and understanding. In short, monkey see, monkey do. How we handle ourselves in these moments of hard are how children learn to handle themselves in their moments of hard. But let me start out by saying we all lose our shit and we all have bad days where we might be short-tempered or raise our voice. We could have taken more time to be there and be really present with our children. I know that when I am being short or I am feeling frustrated, how easy it is for me to be snappy to the kids. It's so much easier to just go no and not tell them why. But we really need to remember how they're feeling. Like they they look at us as the people that are the authority and the responsible person and the one that takes care of them. It is our job to take care of them. Um But, you know, in saying all of this, we need to take responsibility for our poor reactions or lack of patience. It is so important as an adult to own your shit. And this should be implemented to our relationship with our kids. I think that children 
in this day and age, I see it with my stepdaughters. They're age nine and ten, where they've got social media, um, not Instagram and Facebook and things like that, but they do have TikTok accounts. And there is a different scale of entitlement as young children, these young children have right now, as opposed to what I recall I would have been like as a kid. I'm sure I had my own, you know, moments of entitlement, but I feel like the the levels being scaled up. Um, so with that being said, it's more important than ever to cultivate these relationships with our children and a safe space for our children to be taught empathy and to be taught about responsibility and taking responsibility for our act for their actions, not just our actions, their actions. It's not as simple as saying sorry anymore. You physically have to go into uh, the conversation of how did this happen? Why did this happen? You know, apologize to the, the, the wrongdoings in the situation, but you need to back up your apology. And I think that's really important too um, for kids. Back up their apology. Teach them to say sorry, but why am I sorry? And, and how did that hurt that person's feelings? And how could I do better next time? That's something that we're working on in our house at the moment. Um, my One of my stepdaughters, who may listen to this, so I'm not going to say who, um, but really does struggle sometimes with taking responsibility for her wrongdoings. She's very good at projecting it back to you and telling you why she acted that way because technically you did this, which made her react. Um, so teaching her how to apologize and take responsibility for her actions is a big thing right now in our house. When we mess up, own it, take responsibility and apologize, back up the apology and and tell to your child how you want to be better in the future and how you can better yourself long term, like you would your best friend. I've noticed that it's also really easy to tell these white lies to children you know, get out of the error and pretend you didn't do it or it didn't go that way for them because maybe they won't find out and that way you don't have to deal with it, i.e. if you forgot that they had something on or missed a birthday party and you forgot about it because you've been really busy and under the pump or you're exhausted and then the birthday party came up and they didn't go instead of saying, I never got the invitation, you need to say to your child, I'm really sorry. I messed up. I made a big mistake. But what about this? How about I organize a play date with this kid and we can make it up to them and we'll have another little party for them. But it is my fault and I'm really sorry. Taking that responsibility instead of telling a white lie because what happens when the kid's like, well, their mum said that you got the invitation. Then you're building a mistrust in your relationship with your children. And I think that it's super duper important to... When you're telling, you know, some white lies when they're two and you're saying that the park's closed, that's a different white lie. But I'm talking about when you've got children that are school-aged and you make a human error. Children need to understand that we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes because then when they make a mistake, instead of them feeling the need to lie about it or hide it from you as their parent, they're going to own it. Yeah? So I think that's really, really important. So just practice that. Big or small, no matter what the white lie is, if a child is like, hold on, you're not telling the truth, own that lie. Big or small. Um, Another thing that does come up is, you know, raising your voice at kids because kids, I know with my stepdaughters, they'll often raise their voice at me before I've raised my voice. So they'll be yelling as in they're defending or attacking and I'll automatically go to raise my voice back. But it's not met with 
okay, I'll do as I'm told now. It's met with more angst and more fret and more pressure on them. So they're going to, they're pushing back on that a lot now. Um, they're going into year five and year four this year. Like they're not babies anymore and they're going, they, they do argue back. So I think that, you know, an example of how I've been handling situations when a child yells and then I automatically, you know, defend the attack and I raise my voice back, I will automatically go and see that child and sit down and just say, look, I just want to come and tell you that I am sorry I raised my voice at you earlier and I was impatient towards you. I had a really hard day, but that's not your fault and I should not have acted that way. I'm going to work on being better in the future. When you spoke to me, child, said child, you raised your voice at me and that was really hard for me to hear. I'm an adult and you don't need to speak to me that way to communicate with me. And then we'll, we'll get a flow on of a conversation and that child will often, you know, talk to me about how they're feeling and why they're feeling that way. Um, and we can work through the emotions a little easier. It doesn't seem so pressured and heavy. Um, it's clear communication. So look, I have my stepdaughters who I talk about all the time here on the potty and they have two loving homes, but with two loving homes, comes two sets of rules, two styles of mothering, and sometimes their behavior reflects these changes. Noticing how difficult this would be for an adult working in two separate offices with two separate bosses who have changes in workflow or cultural environment, it becomes how obvious how tough it this is for little ones, in particular children of blended families when they're going from one home to the next. Um, if you have an arrangement similar to, similar to us that's week on and week off, then yeah, it's it's hard for them. They switch hats. They go from one house with one set of rules and then they come back to another house that's another set of rules. It's confusing. And their little minds and their little bodies, it does take a toll over time. Um, a comparison to this, if you don't have a blended family, is kids going from school to home, school to home, school to home it gets confusing for their little bodies to handle and they're going to often lash out and react because of that. So reminding myself, they are the child and I am the adult. They are calling for my help right now when they're raising their voice and or they're being uh, naughty or they're lashing out at each other. They are calling for help. They are a child. Children will mirror your behavior too. So raising your voice in that moment of frustration for them makes it so much more difficult to get through to them. And in most instances, like I've just said before, the child raises their voice at you again, which if you're like me, that has a tendency of infuriating me. And I really have to work at not allowing that to to take over because at the end of the day, I know that child just wants their voice to be heard. So another way to strategy for this that we use in our home is come down to their level and let them be emotional. Tell them that they are safe, it is okay, and that you are here for them. I know sometimes it takes longer with others, um, sorry, longer than others for my stepdaughters to calm down in moments of fear or hurt, um, but allowing them the space to feel all the feels really allows them to feel safe in that space with you just sitting with them and holding them until they're ready to communicate how they're feeling and why is often enough. We all need our feelings to be valid. Yeah. We all need our feelings to feel validated. So it's up to us to make sure that these children, little people feel that from us. Yeah. So Always take responsibility for your wrongs to your children. This is how they learn to take responsibility. We all have our parenting moments. You know, recently 
I raised my voice in fear at one of the girls. They ignored my repeated instruction to stay holding the pram as I got the baby out of the car in a busy car park. She was dancing, dancing, being silly, and sure enough, a car turning near came closer than I were comfortable with and the car was going very slow, but it got really close really quick and she wasn't at much risk, but it was got close enough to cause me a heart attack and almost dropped my son reaching for her. I raised my frightened voice at her. I raised my voice and she went into complete meltdown mode. And after she had calmed down, I said, why were you crying? Why were you upset? You, you're in trouble. I've asked, I had asked you to stop to hold the pram several times. You ignored me. Why are you upset? And she said, you never raise your voice. I was scared. You frightened me. And that, that was something that I was like, oh, whoa, that's a big, confronting moment for me because I then had to take responsibility and explain to her I'm so sorry that I raised my voice I was really frightened that something was going to happen to you and it scared me um so I apologize and explained that it came from a place of fear and hurt of her being hurt and not from a place of wanting to frighten her or hurt her um the heightened moment calmed down pretty much straight away after we'd had that clear communication my point is we all have our moments as adults. We wear multiple hats a day. Most of us run in a million miles an hour. And when our kids mess up, it's super easy to blame, yell or snap. But it's so important children see you giving them compassion, even on the hard days, showing kindness, even when they've been awful to you. Because monkey see, monkey do. I hope that this all comes to mind on the next occasion of hard if it arises. Take a breath, mama, and put yourself in your little one's shoes. Practicing patience and clear communication with our kids creates a positive flow in other areas of our lives, like the relationships that we have with our partners, our friendship, and of course, ourselves. I hope that you enjoyed this little bonus episode this week. If you did, please make sure that you share it to your IG stories and tag at Inside Out with Chris. And don't forget, I would be incredibly grateful if you can go to the show notes on this podcast and click the link to take you to the Newcastle Podcast Awards and vote for the best wellness podcast, Inside Out with Chris. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.